Hey guys, just wanted to check in with you one last time before the end of the year with a quick video podcast crossover episode uh, to close out our uh, our 2020. So this will also be uploaded to the podcast feed as this week's episode. Anyway, I'd be willing to bet that a handful of you, if not most of you, if not all of you, probably made a resolution at the end of last year, or at least like the beginning of quarantines in your area, to get really, really, really good at Korean. I'd also be willing to bet that most of you, if not all of you, fell really short, like really short of your goal, or uh, just completely didn't even start. (laughs) If you didn't fall off the wagon, you didn't even get started. So first and foremost, I want to say directly, eye to eye, right in the microphone, that is okay. It's okay. It's normal. It is extremely difficult to change human behavior. If any of you have ever been in a romantic relationship, you are fully aware of this. There's plenty of movies made about this <laughs> trope that you can't change people. And and asking ourselves to completely change on an arbitrary date, you know, the when we make a lap around the sun, is is such a monumental task. And it's such like a self-defeating, you know, setting yourself up for failure is really what it is. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Becoming a Korean speaker is not a race. It's not a competition. It's not even something that can be completed, to be honest. I'm still learning Korean. Koreans are still learning Korean. You're still learning English. We are acquiring this language over time as it grows and evolves and develops into whatever it's going to become. Becoming a genuine speaker of a foreign language is a lifestyle choice. It's not a merit badge. So why the update? Well, I like being prescriptive and proactive and you know constructive, taking action. So uh, one thing I want to do to end out this year to kind of give you something to think about and chew on over the next week while we're you know getting some more content ready for next year is a video on YouTube and a product that that YouTuber is selling as a result of the video. No, this is not a sponsored video. I have no contact with this YouTuber. I would love to, <laughs> but as of now, I am just a merely, I am just merely a subscriber, a fan, someone who has watched uh, his content for a long time, I guess. Anyway, the YouTuber's name is CGP Gray, and if you don't know who that is, you probably should. He's one of the heavy hitters, I think, on uh, on YouTube, and has been for a really long time. So. How is this related to Motivate Korean, whatever, before we go into the video? Well, about two years ago, I came to this realization about about goal setting that has really shaped the way that I've set goals for myself. Uh, I even made a podcast episode about it. I called it ambiguous goal setting, which I guess I'm now realizing is kind of a uh, not the most concise description of what what I came across. But, you know, whatever. CGP Gray, I think made a really excellent video talking about basically the same thing. I think we came to the same conclusion, uh, just albeit in different ways, and he explained it way better. So instead of explaining it to you, I just want to link it to you and give you the opportunity to go check it out for yourself. But in one sentence, so you know what you're getting into, um, he, instead of ambiguous goal setting and, and all the subjectiveness that I talked about with these, you know, highfalutin vocabulary, he calls it themes setting a a, like a year of blah 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 and and it gives you a a very um ambiguous (laughs) way to approach 
every decision in your life, you know, every decision being a fork in the road and you decide, am I going to continue going the direction of, you know, year of acquisition, (laughs) year of happiness, or am I going to make the same decisions I made the last time I reached these kinds of forks in the road? So I want to recommend that video to you. Go check it out. They've also made a product, a uh, notebook, like a theme setting notebook. I think uh, after learning about it a little bit, it might be really great for language goal setting. So I'm considering getting one for myself, but I just wanted to recommend it to all of you. Uh, it's something that looks like it might be promising for people in our community and on our our journey. So anyway, if you're watching this video at this time, so that's December 2020, uh, we're you know coming up on the end of the year. If you're sticking with this channel at this time, I'm guessing that you're gonna continue this journey in 2021. Am I right? Well, I really hope you will come along with me, with us, uh, our team on this journey, and the rest of us, you know, people that are also becoming Korean speakers, uh, the rest of us motivated Korean learners. I hope uh, you'll come along with us on this journey next year as well. Just on a personal note, we as a team have a lot of uh, big stuff planned for 2021, a lot of lofty goals. So I hope you'll come along with us for that ride. I'm so happy that you're doing this for yourself. I'm so happy that you are also on this journey to become a Korean speaker and that you're incorporating this into your life and your lifestyle and expanding your personality. It, it, uh, fills my heart (laughs) to see people doing something that has been so beneficial to my life, doing it for themselves and the collaborative nature of language, uh, means that we're all getting benefits from learning how to communicate with one another. So in case you've never heard it before, the way that uh, we say Happy New Year in Korean is a little different than English, and I think it's sweet. So uh, let's talk about that. So what we say in Korean is 새해 복 많이 받으세요. 새해 복 많이 받으세요. So 새해 is pure Korean. Uh, these are not hanta for new and year. So se comes from like 새롭다, 새로운, if you've ever heard that, seen that adjective before. Um, sometimes you'll just see se actually by itself. He is the native Korean word for the sun. And so they measure uh, years as suns, just like they measure months as tai, moon. So he means new year. It's a pretty literal translation. Pok, pok, piup, o, kiok, pok. This is one of the most common hanta that you will see in Korea. So this is one of the Chinese characters that has survived in the Korean language that is still actually used in its Chinese character form. Po uh, means blessing or like good fortune. And you will see this on like envelopes. Uh, you'll see it on gift wrapping. You'll see it on sometimes doors over restaurants. Most commonly and most like prolifically in Korea, you will see the po hanta on roofing of traditional Korean homes. They put it on the, like the corners, you know, the roof kind of like does this shape at the end. And uh, when you, on on the corner, they'll print, uh, usually the roofing is like a black color uh, and they'll they'll have it kind of printed on the side, on every corner of the house. I think it's really cool. (laughs) 많이 받으세요 is, you know, 많이 means many, from 많다 to be many. And 받으세요 is, is 받다 you know, to receive kind of, but it kind of means like, please receive many. So to summarize, 새해 복 많이 받으세요, Happy New Year in Korean, can really translate in English to many blessings in the new year, or I hope you have 
great fortune in the new year. And I hope you all do too. I'll see you next week where we can talk all about coming up with your own theme for your 2021 Korean journey. I'll share mine. We can uh, start a conversation about what we're going to do next year as a community and where we want to go. See you soon. 새해 복 많이 받으세요.